and I was just dead silent. And yeah. I was like, okay, fine. I'm glad we got the awkward silence out before he press record. Yeah, it's out the way. It's I hate way. we just listen to my own voice, which we do every time we record. Mm-hmm. We do that test. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate the sound of my own laugh. I sound like a velociraptor or something. Listen to the end of the episode, folks, if you want to hear my awful laugh. That I'll probably do a bunch of times throughout this episode. Velociraptor. But basically, I'm telling you to just skip this episode, go to the end, listen to the laugh, and then... There's something about Jurassic Park that, no matter how many times I've seen it, it's still entertaining every time I see a dinosaur. The dinosaurs or the movie? I well, love that movie. Both. The, I could watch that movie. The interaction with the dinosaurs. Just just imagine an actual situation. Like think of like what was the most recent one with Chris Pratt? Jurassic Jurassic World 2. Oh, no, that one sucked. The one before Jurassic World. Yeah, so <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What's when, that movie before Jurassic World 2? Uh is it the first Jurassic World? Yeah. So yeah. Jurassic World. That was such a cool idea to think of a successful Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was neat. And to see what it would be like. And yeah. then Jurassic World 2 was just so cliche. It was like, there's a demon monster dinosaur that can eat bullets and shoot acid at 60 yards and no. can see with its ears and can fly and <laughs> can, can jump can five stories. Yeah. And it's just, and it has silent footsteps and it's cold blooded, so you can't pick it up on infrared. And, and it it's just. loves hunting children. Yeah, exactly. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Okay, could you be more cliche about this fucking dinosaur? Just yeah. just make it a normal dinosaur that just happens to be a carnivore and then it just gets out. Like yeah. it knows how to open doors and pick locks. Yeah. Just what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? This, like <laughs> this dinosaur took calculus one. Yeah. It can hack into, you know, savings <laughs> accounts and it can move numbers. Well, I think spoilers for Jurassic World 3 <laughs> this is going to be the next dinosaur because spoilers for Jurassic World 1 there was like a hybrid dinosaur that was like it has oh, the hunting yeah. abilities of the Velociraptor and the ferocity of a T-Rex and the, and it had the body of a T-Rex but it was white. based out of uh, Velociraptor. Velociraptor and it was there was one other had, cool no they, they blend they filled the DNA with other dinosaurs and other May, uh, uh, oh yeah, animals like and sharks and shit. Right? Sharks was able to camouflage itself and like the octopus, and it was able to like yeah, 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 shade itself to its surroundings. And, and I loved in that first one, they're like, yeah, so we just filled it with a bunch of other random DNA, and they're like, what DNA? Oh, just like I don't know, like the top ten most dangerous animals in the world. Frogs, <laughs> yeah, frogs, frogs, poison camouflaging, <laughs> death frogs. I, and then I, I, the coolest thing about that whole movie was Chris Pratt's survival through it. Yeah, like him just being taken to the paddock and then looking, looking in and being and, and just evaluating and saying, uh, "So this thing has never left this this the, these like eight walls." It's like, yeah. nope, it's been here forever. It's like, okay, well, so it doesn't know anything besides these walls, mm-hmm. and that machine is food, and that's all it knows. Is that what you're saying? It's like, <laughs> yep. And he's like, "Can you see how this is a bad idea for development in a in a living creature? Like, yeah. can you see how this is a bad idea in the psyche?" Of a creature yeah. and how it becomes a killing machine because it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it's like no. It's like okay, well, it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's like what are these claw marks in the wall? Like it doesn't know how to climb. It's like oh, we don't know. Like uh, okay. Like, I mean, we did fill in a little bit of its DNA with like spider monkeys, <laughs> <laughs> but that never came up. So no, we, yeah, we no. don't think it's actually a dominant thing inside its inside its gene pool. Yeah. So we think it's okay. 
Yeah. Um, and then he sprays himself in gasoline or, or I think it was oil to to protect himself from the smell. Oh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. I don't remember that. He uh, when when the thing busted through the wall. Yeah. And he got out right before it busted through. He dove underneath the truck, cut a line, and covered himself in like engine oil so oh. he wouldn't smell like meat. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, because you yeah. see the head comes down and smells to be like, is there somebody underneath this? And it's nope. like, nope, just, just oil. Just gets up and gas. <laughs> but that's like a cool... Yeah, no, it's cool. Survival techniques. Yeah. That's something that I actually really liked about the first one that was like lost in the second one. The <clears> second <throat> one was just like, oh, what if we... What if it was more? <laughs> and what if it was in upstate California instead? Yeah. Which is basically Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. What yeah. if it was in California instead? Yeah. Or wherever. I think it was in California. Whatever. I, I, I also like the... I, I also... I guess I don't like it, but I don't understand the idea behind how there are no effective weapons in any Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Shotguns, like 50 cal snipers, 756 rounds. Yeah. Like helicopter. Nothing. Nothing takes nope. them down. It's just... Their hide is basically like high grade... <laughs> what is that thing that... Um, Kevlar? <clears throat> no, Mithril. Yeah. <laughs> lord of the rings yes it's just <laughs> their skin is basically mithril yeah and it's just nothing can hurt them nothing <laughs> i'm now picturing that dumb sneaky dinosaur <gasps> from the second one wearing the white <laughs> chainmail shirt that frodo wears all loosey-goosey running around <laughs> and he's like rattles. sneaking into the kid's room and it's like shh, shh, yeah exactly shh. exactly <laughs> amazing and it slowly pulls a curtain back because that's of course how every animal wants to uncover an area yeah just with <laughs> Two fingers slowly opening a curtain, yeah. <laughs> not poking its fucking head in like every single animal would and do. It scratches its chin <laughs> with its middle claw. Rubs its eyes and like tries yeah. to look around. Like just fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Amazing. Sorry, weird tangent. Okay, first question I've been wanting to ask you for a long time now. If you could only have one, hot sandwiches or cold sandwiches, which one? Hot sandwiches. Hot. Yeah. Which better. one specifically? What pops in your head to make you say that? Ooh, panini. Mediterranean panini, veggie panini, <laughs> eggplant panini. Is uh, it? I don't know. Tuscan. Like, what is it? Some kind of, I don't know what any of those words really mean for what is going into my mouth, but like a, like a kind of spicy Italian panini, like pepperoni or salami or something like that. I don't know. Don't give me that look. <laughs> I don't, like, it's just ham. A, ham. You want that? Ham. Ham Swiss. Want a ham and Swiss? Ham Swiss Spanish oh, with honey mouth. mustard panini. Uh, ham and Swiss. <gasps> Is it weird if I choose horseradish on there? No, that's uh, more of like a roast beef type deal. Yeah, that's roast beef. No, yeah. Let me change it, actually. I'm going to do... Okay, here we go. Pickled red onions, roast beef, American cheese, and cheddar. American and cheddar, roast beef, pickled onions, horseradish. And a panini. In my mouth hole. In Get a panini. In there. Yeah, sure. In a panini. Yeah, or ham. Because a hot sandwich could be anything. It could be, it could be Philly cheesesteaks. It could yeah. be. Oh yeah, give me that fucking meatball subs. Yep. It in could there. be, you know, just a toasted wrap. It could be anything. Yeah, I ate that. Okay. Just now, like verbally, like. <laughs> okay. You gave so, me a toasted wrap so, and it so, was in my mouth. But you went to panini being the primary deal breaker here. When I think of hot sandwich, <clears throat> you think panini? I think of like a grilled, just something grilled, like a grilled cheese panini, something on a literal grill. Hmm. What about you? I <laughs> crave cold sandwiches. Crave. Like when I think of a, a cold sandwich, I want a Nardelli's Italian sub. Yeah. Nardelli's, okay. please sponsor us. Yeah. I think of a Nardelli's <sighs> Italian sub. I think of a like a, a chicken cutlet. Like, okay. 
a, a, like sandwich. I think of just like, oh no, I think of like a, a club sandwich, a full club. Yeah. I think of those things. Yeah. <clears throat> but whenever I see a hot sandwich, I want one. <laughs> so, but you crave the cold. But I crave the cold sandwiches. So gotcha. I don't know which one I would go to. But I would have to say cold because whenever I think I want a sandwich, I think of like the perfect like thickness of the bread of mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. Italian sub. Yep, like an Italian combo. Sure, just hit in the spot with the mayo and a little bit of hot sauce with the oof with the with the olives on it and the onions and the lettuce and the tomato sounds pretty good sounds very refreshing right i think that's what you crave you crave that like that like that feeling of like all those flavors like washing into your mouth where i want that mm, toasty goody nourishment feeling there's one sandwich that i would recommend to be the only reason why you would ever get a subway sandwich okay and that is their meatball grinder. I was going to say, I go to Subway all the time, and that uh, is not what I get. Wow. Okay. Well, I would only go to Subway for their meatball grinder. Yeah. Have which, you ever had their meatball grinder? Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. The amount of sauce and <laughs> balls and cheese <laughs> ratio is insane. Because if you think the about... The ratio. The ratio. Because when you get a cold sandwich, yeah. they're like, oh, that only gets four slices of this yeah. and three slices of... When you get a meatball sub, it's just, okay, we're going to give you like... However many balls of meat fit inside in a (laughs) row with just cheese on top and the sauce just, oh, well, it's on the spoon. It's in there. And then we're going to toast it. And then you're going to get this like hot, molten, meaty, cheesy thing that's so congealed into this one vessel that you bite into it. And the meatballs are a size that they're not too small to get the whole ball. They're not too big to bite it in half. So you just have to do like quadrant sections yep. of entire meatball <laughs> yeah. and like toasted bread and melty cheese yeah. and warm sauce. It's good. It's insane. It's weird because I went through a phase where for five months I found out that you could get that sub at Subway. <laughs> Got it. It was f- like, I was like, I think what, like 14? Yeah. Blew my fucking pants off. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just, holy shit. I remember, I remember being obsessed with them during just, my teens. It's just like there's such a no, powerful sandwich. It's powerful. It's so it's powerful. Got a presence. It, it's so powerful. There's there's no other sandwich that it, that wields the power like that. It's also just delicious. Like their sauce or the meatballs or whatever, they, they just killed it. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. So yeah, yeah out, out of all the subs to get at Subway, I would only get a meatball sub if I had to go. Can I up your meatball sub at Subway game real quick? Okay. Because they now offer two menu ingredients. Well, they've always offered one of them that just elevate it. Okay. It does change it. It's not going to be that classic 14-year-old nostalgic, oh, give me that meatball sub okay. and give me that okay. ratio. Swap out the cheese for mozzarella cheese and get pepperonis on it, and you got yourself a pizza sub. <laughs> But I don't want. See, I want. A okay, pizza yeah, to yeah, be yeah. A I pizza. know. Yeah, but it's it's just really good. It's like a single giant Totino's pizza roll. <laughs> it's so good. That sounds really banging, actually. Because I just imagine like, a giant Totino's pizza oh, roll. Oh yeah, <laughs> like just like you have a little <laughs> little one that just got blown up to the size of a, a little sun. bite. It squirts a gallon of hot <laughs> hot marinara into your mouth. It's molten, and yes. then you get to the center, and it's frozen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually speaking of pizza, uh, I made pizza on the weekend, and mm. I am obsessed with grandma pizza. Oh, okay. Did you make grandma pizza? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Because it's so easy. Walk us through Grandma Pizza real it's quick. So, uh, Grandma Pizza is, um, instead of using flour, uh, when you like roll out your dough, you use olive oil so it sticks. Mm. You get it to the right size that you want, and then you put it in a pan. Mm. And then instead of doing sauce, then toppings, you do toppings, then sauce. Mm-hmm. And basically what happens is that grandma pizza is basically the square pizza you would get um, compared to like the traditional uh, Neapolitan style. Yep. Like triangle slice. Circle pizza with triangle slices. Yeah. This is a square cooked in basically a cookie sheet. Yeah. Um, um, any kind of baking sheet. I was using, yeah. I used a pie for one. I'm sure. Pie, like a pie pan. And then we used like a, like a baking sheet. Yeah. Um, for another. Um, yeah. It just, when you let it go the right amount of time, it gets so poofy and so thick. And yeah. if you let it go further, it gets like the crunchy edges. Yeah. And it's just, it's good. Shit. Yeah, it's hearty. It's, and it's also so, it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. You just put it in a pan, put the pan in the oven. Ten minutes later, you take it out, you're done. You're like a grandma. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to like get the peel and lay it on the peel, and I have to yep. like shake it off the peel and like scoop it back on the peel. And meanwhile, yeah. the oven's open and shooting out all this carbon and shit that's <laughs> setting off the smoke alarm. And fi- it's just, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's 100. It was it was really good, and it definitely hit the the craving I had. It definitely hit the hit the spot. Yeah, hit the fucking spot. Hey, you, you made one. We made three. Gotcha. Wow, like all at once. Yeah. Nice. Well, we ate the first one in its entirety because it was only four slices, but it's so thick. Yeah. It's like, that's enough. Yeah. Then we made a second one for later that day, and then we just finished off the dough for the this week. <laughs> nice. And I think we only have two slices left. Excellent. Yeah. So we 100% like ate the shit out of it. Yeah. I've never made a grandma pizza. I've always wanted to. It's easy. It's fast. Yeah. And as long as you get the timing right, it's really fucking good. Nice. It is really good. Yeah. So very happy with that. I say that picture of that insanely good pizza that i made a couple weeks ago yes you did holy crap yes you did you literally you texted me like we need to go on a pizza date soon instantly <laughs> responded because i was on my phone just oop, let me respond click the photos click that one send and, and i just said last night <laughs> and it was like this beautiful pizza that like had more meat than any other ingredient it looked really good. i think you just so said good. fuck you yeah. <laughs> I still want more pizza. Yeah. It's still like, I don't know why I'm on a, I'm on a weird pizza kick where I just want pizza. Yeah. It's, um, you know what it is? It's cause I've been in the food is fuel stage for a while now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm ready for a little enjoyment out of my food Yep. again. So I'm ready for that. I am 100% ready for that. That's fun. I'm, uh, I'm ready for you to be ready for that. It's a good, it's a good phase that you're about to get into. <laughs> yeah. We never spoke about, speaking of phases, we never spoke about the fact that this baby's done. Yeah, that giant behemoth of a computer. I pretty much nailed the size. I was like, you're going to have like an inch left of room on the on the table. It's pretty fucking huge. It's, um, so I finished the PC rig. That also is, bigger than mine, I'm pretty sure. It's a full-size case. Yeah, it's um, a big boy. Yeah, finished it. It's yeah. uh, it's finally done. Yeah. Um, I, what was the biggest hurdle you ran into? The biggest hurdle? Yeah. Through the whole process. Uh, like getting the parts, figuring out what parts you need, assembling it, plugging it all in. I think the biggest hurt, like hurt, like difficulty, the biggest difficulty was, it really wasn't that difficult. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to hate you. It wasn't that difficult. <laughs> Mine gave me so much problems well you're talking to you're talking to somebody who 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. It just it, it it was pretty simple. It it was simple, and I already had a. I didn't have to like go through an ISO boot. Yeah. To set up anything up, I had a drive with Windows on it. Perfect. Yeah. So I just turned it on and just it launched into my drive, and I was like, uh, oh, okay. okay, that was my biggest hurdle by far. Yeah, the biggest hurdle I really had mm-hmm. was the removal and cleaning of all the old parts and the installation of the new parts. Got it. Because this was a used case. Yeah, exactly. And like cleaning everything out and then Dusting. putting everything back in and like taking like organizing all the fucking cables. Um, I think that was it. Cables. Yeah, the cable was probably the biggest hurdle. Cables was tough. Yeah, I, I all of it was real easy. Besides that, I mean, the cables was probably the only thing that was difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it booted up immediately. It posted fine. Perfect. Went straight into the OS. Uh, <laughs> hey, updated drivers. So jealous that you already had it installed. <laughs> installed all the drivers, and then I ran into uh, I ran into CPU compatibility issues because I was running Windows eight. Mm-hmm. So I have a. Uh, this drive here is my ISO for Windows 10. Mm-hmm. So I just erased it, ISO to 10, launched it to 10, installed all, all the drivers for all the components, and then boom, I was up and running. Sweet. Um, either the cables are just waiting. Like, you haven't noticed this, like, super long-ass, like, caddy cable that's going around the room, but... Oh, no. I had to uh, hook it up so I could actually do stuff. But, um, yeah. Uh, uh, like, internet? Yeah. Yeah. So, waiting for that part... I had to get a DVI cable from Scammon because I couldn't get 144 hertz out of it without a DVI. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I had a DVI to display port and it wouldn't do that. So I, I, had, to I do, had that problem too. Had to do straight DVI to DVI. Uh, but besides that, it was it was pretty simple. Um, I'm loving playing games on it. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch is amazing. Yep. Um, I've been playing Apex, yep. which I do like Apex and I hate playing Apex on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I love it on PC. It's so much better. Awesome. Um yeah no it's pretty cool it's just i'm not really i'm on it like maybe once or twice a week yeah uh, probably twice a week that's good um i bought division two because division two is three dollars right now whoa yeah so god it's crazy how cheap computer games get sometimes we bought division two and we i played that for like a few hours nice um pretty cool pretty cool uh a little grindy but besides that pretty cool Mm -hmm. um and yeah there you go that's it it's up what and running. Kinda, what kind of... Uh, can you do, like, Ultra on, like, Overwatch and stuff oh, like yeah. that? Apex? Oh, yeah. Like, Ultra 144 hertz? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And pushes it. You made it, baby. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I float around, what, 70 degrees Celsius? Oh, nice. Float around there? Yeah. Well, look at the size of the fucking holes in the thing. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> It's not like it's not getting air coming through. Exactly, like, yeah. Like half this case is air is just holes. I was gonna say that thing looks like its job is to get air through it, which I'm now saying it out loud. That's literally its job. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's to it's, hold the parts and blow air on them. Yeah, so it's fine. It's awesome. So it's fine. It's good. Um, God, it's so big. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit big. I'm not gonna lie. It was a little concerning where to put it, and I was like. Is it gonna break the fucking table? No, you you put it in a great spot. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is where I would recommend that it stay. Yeah, I, was, I had it here on the right side, but I didn't want it to interfere with guests. Yep, it's perfect. So I put it over there. Instead. Yeah, it's just like part of the wall. Um, also love that you have the uh, you built the the Lego sets that I got you Lego set uh, that I got you for Christmas, and you have Diva on top of the case. Yeah. And the way the light is shining right now, she just has this huge epic shadow on the wall. <laughs> Um, that was a really weird experience to build Legos again. Yeah. It was, it was easy, but it was also just, 
I don't know. It was really weird because as a kid, I would get really impatient with it. Yeah. Because I just wanted to fucking have it. Um, but as an adult doing it, I was super patient. Yeah. But I remember doing the parts like, this is taking forever. I just, what is, I don't even know what this part's going to be. Oh, it's the arm. Okay. So <laughs> I probably have to do this again. Where's yep. the other parts? Okay. There we go. Like, remember I texted you? I was yep, like, exactly. Where's this fucking, never mind. I'm, I'm missing a couple parts, I think. And I was just like, no, he's not. And then you're like, never mind. I found it. And I was like, there we go. <laughs> yeah I've, i felt like a dumb dumb i was like oh that was a dumb dumb move nope that literally i am so familiar with lego I, every time i build a set i'm like all right i'm definitely missing this part i looked everywhere and i never have the thought chris this is the 12th time you've done this in a year and you found the part almost immediately i was like it's gone oh god what am i gonna do now I start putting the parts right oh there it is <laughs> Uh, in one part for I think it was Reinhardt mm -hmm. I just moved on I was like fuck it if I find it I find it and then like two minutes later I found it like, oh let me go back four pages there we yeah. go there amazing we go. It. <laughs> it was cool I felt like a, it, it was a weird experience It was. it's weird doing it as an adult yeah it's not the same as doing it as a kid not as good I think it's almost it's almost better it's almost not better it's, yeah. a, it's almost better because you know what it's gonna be because you know you're gonna finish it because you're an adult yeah <laughs> Because um, you know you're gonna finish it. Because it's not very unlike being a kid. Yeah, where if you got frustrated as a child, you would just give up. I have no idea what's gonna happen with this five minutes from now. Yeah, <laughs> I could be doing something completely different. It's like building an engine. It's yeah, like, I hope I can do this. It's it, that's what it felt like. But like as an adult, it's just no. I'm gonna finish it. Did you just knock it all out at once? Yeah, back to back. Oh wow! I did, See, that's a lot. I that's... did Diva in like 25 minutes, and then I did Reinhardt in like 25 minutes. Yeah, it took me an hour. Got them both done. Fun. Back to back, back to back. Very cool. Um, made me wish that there was uh, instructions like that for engines <laughs> and shit yeah, like that. Lego made engine instructions. Yeah, because speaking of engines, I didn't tell you what happened to me on Saturday. No, no, no you didn't. So, I have a deep tissue massage scheduled. Oh, so I yes. wake up on time. I'm super ready. I get changed. Have some water. Yeah. I'm like, I brush my teeth. I'm like, I can't wait. I need this. My back is so sore. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go. This is going to be such a good day. I can tell. I get in the car. Yeah. I start going. Oh, your classic old trusty car. Trusty car. So we're putzing along on the highway. <laughs> and I notice in the rear view mirror, it looks like smoke. Mm. Like small amounts of smoke. It, just, it looks like a lot of exhaust. Yeah. That's what I should say. Because that's what I thought it was. I was like, why do I have so much exhaust? And I didn't hear anything wrong with my exhaust yep. i didn't hear any rumble i didn't hear any like whine and i was like okay so it's not my exhaust or is it my exhaust I was like mm -hmm. why would i be burning more why would i have more exhaust fumes coming out that i could see unless there's condensation that's forming and that's what's yeah. causing it as it i don't know i don't know but there's no lights on everything's fine so i keep going the exhaust cloud goes away got it i'm like okay cool so I don't know, maybe some weird connotation because it was cold out. Yeah. And now it's over. I've never seen that before. So that's something to take. That's I'll be aware of it going forward. And I keep driving. I start driving. About 20 minutes later, mm. um, I start seeing smoke again. <laughs> like more exhaust. Than more before. than the first time you more saw it? More than the first time. And yeah. I was like, okay, wait a minute. So I pop the car in neutral because I drive a stick. Mm. I'm testing the engine to see if that's causing it to come out more. I'm testing my fans to see if it comes out of my fans. I'm trying to isolate it while I'm moving, you know, like 70 miles per hour on the highway. <laughs> and I can't isolate it. And it's just like, okay, it's just happening. So it's just something that's running. So it's yeah. coming from my engine bay. It's got to be my engine or it's got to be something. I thought it was under, something underneath the engine. Like mm -hmm. 
I don't know why my drivetrain would be smoking or anything like that. I was like, I hope it's not my tranny or something weird that's yep. smoking, but that makes no sense because mm-hmm. there's no there's no friction that would cause this much smoke. I was yep. like, what the fuck is this? So I keep driving. I was like, all right, maybe it's going to go away again. We'll see if it goes away again. So I drive a few more minutes. And then all of a sudden, uh, my red temperature light comes on. Yeah. It starts flashing. Oh. So it doesn't stay. Yeah. Staying means you're overheating. Does it do that? What? Stay Does red? It stay? Yeah. Not right now. So right now it's just flashing. But that's a thing that it can do. Flash? Like, well, that's one of the options is it yes. can stay or it it's can. It's flashing or it's solid. Got it, got it. So it's flashing. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? And I was like, so it's definitely my engine. What the fuck's going on? Um, I'm still going and I was like, all right, let me find an exit so I can pull off. So I just passed Gold Rock. Like, I just passed Gold okay, Rock being yep. like, I don't want to pull off and then set up the light and then, like, crash at Gold Rock or something because I don't want to get a, a, a loitering issue. <laughs> You're going to be like, I don't want to get a grilled cheese. <laughs> no, no, I like Gold Rock. So I kept going. And then the second I passed Gold Rock, <coughs> my car freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, smoke starts pouring out of my engine bay. Oh, my Check God. engine light comes on. Red light stops flashing and goes solid. And I was like, fuck, I'm getting right off. I get off exit 43. I pull off the highway. I would have just pulled over on the highway. No, yeah. I get because I was right there and it'd be I knew it'd be easier for for every, everything involved in this process. So I get off, get off the exit and I pull over and I turn the car off and then I get out and I immediately open the hood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck. Did fuck. you get hit with the billow? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. Um, the main the first thing I noticed is I open it liquid everywhere. Ooh, fucking every, it's like it's like you just poured a bucket everywhere. Interesting. So I was like, okay, something blew out. Yeah. Something simply enough, something blew out. And I was like, it, it's got to be, I don't know what it is, but it's either burning and that's why there's smoke. Yeah. Like the liquid's burning off and that's why it's smoke, which yeah. means it's not just standard, like, like, wa- like washer fluid. You're right. Or it's, you know, or my engine is this hot that it's doing this, which is fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, so I, I immediately don't even bother diagnosing it right away. I just call AAA. Because yeah. I know it's going to be a while. So I immediately call and go, yep, give me a tow truck. This is where I am. Yeah, it's going to be an hour. Okay, great. Get back out the car. Start looking around. I don't see anything that out of place. So I call up Wiser from the Slip Angle. Yep. Um, and I, I tell him. This episode sponsored by the Slip Angle. Uh, it's not. But go to Slip Angle on YouTube. Watch their videos. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. Uh, they're rebuilding an engine right now. Really nice. neat. And uh, I go, hey, man, at what point do you say, fuck it, I'm buying a new car? And he goes, what happened? <laughs> and I go, my engine's smoking and overheated. and I'm on the side of the highway. He went, okay, check the engine bay. What do you see? And he was like, is everything like fine and intact? I was like, it looks intact. And he goes, okay, but there's liquid everywhere. I go, yeah. He goes, you probably sprayed coolant or something all over. Mm. Something probably broke like a pipe or a hose. And that's what happened. Yeah. Simple fix. You got to re- replace the hose, refill it. You're yep. good to go. I was like, all right, cool. And then we talk about cars and shit like that. And then he was like, all right, I got to go. I was like, all right, peace. So then I'm just sitting there and I, then I, I hit up my therapist, my massage therapist. And I go, mm-hmm. hey, sorry, Liz, I can't make it. Can I reschedule? She's like, yeah, of course. Like, you can't. This is an accident. It yeah. happens. Yeah. Very nice of her to understand. Um, so then <laughs> this is where the fun begins. So then the uh, tow truck driver pulls up. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, he's a pretty chill guy. So he gets out and he goes, hey, man, what's going on, dude? And I was like, hey, something blue. I don't know. There's like liquid everywhere. My coolant is pretty much empty. So something happened with my coolant. It's got to be the coolant all over my engine bay. I'm hoping it's just a simple like hose or something like that. And then I'm back up and running. And he was like, let me look at it. He was like, it sounds really simple based off of you already looking at it. Let me see. And I go, all right. I pop the hood. He looks and he goes, yep, here you go. He squeezes my radiator hose. My radiator hose looked like it was attached to my radiator. The second he squeezed it, it just went and came off. And he was like, the radiator hose clamp, the clamp that wraps the hose like an elastic band on the radiator was loose. Okay. It like like rusted itself loose and Uh, wouldn't tighten. Okay. And he was like, you got to get a new clamp. And I was like, is that it? He's like, that's it, dude. It's a $3 part. Wow. And I was like, no way. He goes, yeah. So where do you want to get towed to? Do you want to go to a service, like a dealership <laughs> place? Boys. Yeah. And I was like, the closest advanced auto. He was like, all right, man, I'll help you. And I was like, what? He was like, I'll help you. It's easy. Yeah, I used to be a mechanic. I'll just get you up and running. Hell yeah. And I was like, okay, dude. This dude, out of the kindness of his heart and maybe the boredom of his day, spent like, <laughs> he literally spent 45 minutes to an hour helping me. That's awesome. Go to Advanced Auto, find the clamp I needed, find the coolant, getting a funnel, all this other shit, going to the parking lot, helping me like. He was like walking around the store with you? Yeah. Oh my God. He like parked the tow truck. <laughs> got out i was like all right i'll beat you inside i'm just gonna do this i was like all right cool he came in he's like all right, we gotta find like the adjustable clamps and we went around and found them i pull it back up he's like all right that should be okay turn it on and we'll see if everything sprays out to see if there's a leak anywhere yeah turn on the engine all the lights are off and i was like okay wow yeah he was like all right you're good you should be fine later dude and i was like later man holy shit um I gave him what money I had on me to be like, go buy yourself lunch or something. Like, did was, you get charged by like no AAA? No, AAA. AAA. So wow. I spent thirty bucks and got what I needed. So everything's fine. He was like, it's gonna smoke a lot because you have a you have to burn it off. Your entire coolant got sprayed all over the engine bay. The hotter the engine gets, the more it's gonna burn. So don't get alarmed by the smoke. Yeah. And I was like, okay. This is a dumb question, but could you like hose it down, or should you not oh, yeah, hose yeah. down the you, inside of your car? You can hose it down. Yeah. One hundred. I just don't have a hose on me. Right, so yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna go about my day now that it's two hours later and my massage is canceled. <laughs> so I start heading back home. I stop to get coffee. I get coffee. I enjoy my coffee because I was like, I deserve this fucking coffee. Yeah, you do. So I had this coffee. I enjoy it. Get back in my car. I start driving. smoking a lot. And I was like, yeah, I know it's going to smoke. Get on the highway in Hartford and I start driving back. On the on-ramp. Oh, the red The red template starts flashing again. <laughs> and I went, what? I, I verbally said it out loud, like, what? Yeah. And then check engine light came on again. And I went, excuse me. And I pulled over and I just stopped and I just turned the car off. And I was like, you fucking asshole. I get out of the car. I check the You're hood. talking to like the car, yes. right? <laughs> get out of the car, open the hood. Coolant's fine. Yeah. It's smoky as fuck because the coolant's still burning. But I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And I was like, all right, cool. That's when I realized like, excuse me, on the on-ramp, my heat's not coming out of my car. So my cabin fan works. Okay. And only cold air is coming out. Got it. So no matter what I do for trying to get hot air, it mm. doesn't happen. So I go, I'm thinking something's fried electrically. Like electronically, something has to be broken. Yeah. My check engine light's on. I think I just need to reset the computer so it rebalances what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I lost heat and I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I was like, all right, where's the closest place, the closest service center? And it's a dealership. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, fuck it's it. Subaru? Yeah. 
And I was like, fuck it. I drive 10 minutes up 91, get to the dealership, pull off, park the car, get out, walk inside. And I'm like, and I'm walking inside knowing it's going to be like a thing. Yeah. So I have like my hockey sticks in the car from the car with me. Yeah. I have like my bags and shit. And I was like, all right, walk up. And they go, hi, you checking in? I was like, I would like to. Do you guys do walk-ups? And they go, we do. What's up? I told them. So my hose clamp broke. So my radiator sprayed all my coolant over my engine bay. But I, re- I reattached the hose with a new clamp. A very nice tow truck driver helped me reattach. I didn't even say that. Yeah. Tied it down. Refilled my coolant. Boom. I'm here now. My lights are going off again. Um, and I don't have hot air. So I was wondering if you guys could just like flash my computer for me. And then I can just like check things out from there. And they're like, No. Like, and I was like, wait, you can't flash the computer? And they were like, is that your car? Is your car the one that's smoking in the parking lot? And I look behind me and through the window bay, you see my car oh. and it's just billowing smoke from the engine bay. Oh I, my God. <laughs> because of all the coolant burning. And I go, I turn back and go, yeah, it looks really bad. It's just the coolant that's burning <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, can you engine. just like turn it off and turn it back on again? <laughs> And the two service people at the desk like look at each other and they'll look at me and they go like, you can have a lot of things wrong with that. And I was like, yeah, but like it's running okay and I know it has the coolant and it's getting the coolant because I fixed the clamp on it. Yeah. They're like, but your head gaskets. I was like, no, it's, it, I don't think it's that. I, I, that's just, that's just superficial smoke. That's just the coolant. <laughs> um, so you guys can't flash the computer and they were like, well, no, that we would do that through a diagnostic, but we can't just like say you're you're okay and then your car goes off and explodes yeah and i was like oh there's liability and stuff i get it they're like we can diagnose it for an hour it's 160 bucks and we'll do what we can in that hour i was like okay so I'm, i go in the waiting room and then i'm waiting for like 40 minutes and then one of the guys comes in and he goes did you want to like are you leaving or are you staying and i was like oh i thought you said it, it was an hour and they said no it's an hour to do it but we don't have the time today and I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, no worries, dude. Here, take a courtesy car. We'll mm-hmm. let you know. Okay. It's free. Don't worry that's about good. it. That's and good. I was like, wow, that's really nice of you. Thank because you. they didn't tell you that after yeah. <laughs> making you sit there for 40 minutes. So I was driving. So I'm driving the courtesy car. Yeah. And I'm just like freaking out. Like, how bad could this be? And I'm researching. And I'm like, oh, cool. If it leaked through the head gaskets, the head gasket seals are going to corrode. and I have to fucking take off the entire block and redo the head gasket seals, which is like a fucking insane repair. Um. I get a phone call two days later and uh, they're like, so you're fine. The technician was able to, there was air in your coolant system, which is why you weren't getting heat. He flushed out your coolant system, redid it, it, purged all the air out. He got that done within the hour for diagnostics. So that's part of the charge. Don't worry about it. So it's still 160. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And they were like, we recommend you replace your front control arm bushings. Those are going. So do them sometime soon. And, uh, we recommend changing your belt because your belt's squeaking and squealing because yeah. of all the uh, all the coolant all over it, and it could Fantastic. corrode it because it's just plastic and yeah, rubber. Exactly. Uh, that's like 140 bucks, and this is the part that like stings me the most. I changed my belt with Wiser like five months ago. Yeah, the belt's ten dollars. Uh, so I was like, I paused. And I was just like, fuck. He was like, your drive belt. I was like, my drive belt. What do you mean my dry belt? He's like, you know, your dry belt for like your alternator. And I was like, the serpentine belt? He goes, yeah, the serpentine belt. I go, okay. Shit, I just replaced that. He was like, yeah, well, it's now covered in coolant and it's going to it's gonna squeal yeah. and possibly corrode from the coolant over time, of course. But I was like, I don't have time this week to 
go to advanced auto and do my belt yeah i was like fuck it what else comes with a belt with a belt replacement for 140 bucks he was like oh we'll degrease everything and we'll clean off like the pulleys and everything like that and I was yeah. like, okay do it yep he's like all right i'll be done in an hour like cool cool so i showed up 300 bucks later done totally fine car's fine sounds like a great time they wanted to charge me $963 for bushings in my control arm. And I know what bushings he's talking about because I've seen them when I did my rotors. Yeah. And I was like, it's like a $20 part. Yeah. It's like, I'm going I'm going to do my bushings, but I don't want to do my bushings. Yeah, but you <laughs> don't want to like, pay that much to do your bushings. I, well, I just did my wheel bearing and that was like a five month project because it was so rusted in and I didn't want to take out the wheel hub. Yeah. And I did and that broke like a fucking uh, control arm and I had to like replace the control arm with wiser and then we had to fucking take out the... It was just... I don't want to do it, but yeah. it's just I, I, I'm not paying almost a thousand dollars for a yeah. repair that I know is something I can do. Yeah. So it's like fuck, fuck. But so that was my weekend, my That's, relaxing extended weekend. Oh my weekend. god, that was my weekend. Ha- you haven't gotten a massage since then. Uh, it's it's happening this Saturday. That's good. Which I need because my back is killing me. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, that's my story. That's about such a fucking car story. <laughs> Sorry, uh, sorry to go off the deep end on on the car stuff on that one, but that's just, yay cars, yeah, yay engines. It's Woo. one of the one of the many geeky things we talk about. Yeah, we yeah. actually talk about cars fairly often. It's because they're a pain in my ass. Yeah, that's why they're a pain Same, in both of our asses. Bro. Yes, both both of our asses. They're a pain in both of our asses. My, you you said when you asked Wiser like, what's the uh, what's the point? You just say fuck it and get a new car. I was like, ooh, I am so close to that point. Getting my tax return and my yearly bonus at work at the same time, and then it's new car time. Dude, um, I was looking at a car. There was a like a 2015 Subaru Impreza hatchback with 13,000 miles that was under $14,000. Nice. Insane. Nice. Insane. That's awesome. Fucking amazing. Still thinking Impreza. Um, although, I've been looking more into the Crosstrek. Crosstrek is a... Oh, you're going to Crosstrek? Why? It's a it's a debate. It's not even a debate. It's just a a thing with my friend Ian at work. Mm-hmm. He he made a point about how it's like the number one selling car in North America and it's Subaru's flagship and all this other stuff. And I was like, Crosstrek is a flagship. Yeah, and I was like, I really? The Outback would be. That's what I thought. He was like, Nope, Crosstrek. Look at the numbers. Number wow. one selling. They can't keep them in dealerships. They fly off the fucking shelves. They're the perfect huh. car. They have uh, yeah. They have perfect height clearance. They yep. have all wheel drive. They have great yep. space. They yep. are fuel efficient. Yep. They're safe. Yep. He was like, that's why I've been looking at them. Like it them. looks great. They're expensive. Yeah, that's the only thing. <laughs> it's like quite a bit more than Fuck an Impreza. That, just buy a used hatchback. Used Impreza hatchback? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's my plan. It's just a smaller Crosstrek. Yeah, except that's exa- high clearance. It's like almost exactly a little bit smaller Crosstrek. Like there's very few differences b- between them, and it's like six inches, six inches of internal clearance that it's smaller or something. Like yeah, that. I mean, I don't know the exact specifics, but a lot of car companies just copied their platform, yep. so they can just change the chassis and the body. Impreza's the like slightly longer but thinner, and like that's it or something like that, and Impreza. shorter, shorter Impreza to the ground. Yeah. Impreza hatchback. Yeah, that's, that's the car. That's the car that I would get if yeah. I had to get a new car right now. It would be a used uh, Subaru hatchback. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably what I'm gonna get. Yeah. Um, fucking cars. It's just that they're like they're a weird, necessary evil. Yep. 
we just can't avoid them. We need to live with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, soon. I hate them, but hopefully I'll get one that I don't hate all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, mine's doing that thing that I've talked about on the show before, the rickety thing, and that you've experienced when we went to lunch together one time at work. <laughs> and you were like, um, are, are you okay? <laughs> Is your car... Su- does your car usually do that? Yeah, which probably felt like I was just feathering the gas. I like, thought you were. I thought you were feathering the gas. I was like, why is he doing that? Like, that can't be good for the transmission on this car. No, it's not good for the transmission, but it's the transmission that's do, doing it. Do they, I was going to say, do, they, Ford still hasn't, like, admitted to what it is, right? I mean, they, which that's crazy to me because they have made it a, like, a quality repair program. But you've gone through it, like, three times. Four times. Once every 11 months, almost on the nose. Uh, and then 11 months later, it happened again. And it was like uh, 100,000. No. Yeah, actually. Uh, seven years are 100,000 miles, whichever one comes first. I was at like six and a half years and like 100,003, like 103,000 miles. Or and something. they wouldn't do it? Nope. Oh my Not at all. Full price. I talked to like two managers. They said I needed to go get it diagnosed at Ford for them to even... You should have called Ford America and be like, so listen, you fucks. I've been through three of these fucking transmissions, and now my fourth one's on its way. Uh, fourth and fifth. Fourth I've and fifth. I've been through four. I, this is my fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have I called... Actually, I've had it done four times. I've been through five. This is my sixth. <laughs> I would not put a single cent into the transmission. Oh, hell no. It's getting more and more rattly, and I'm going to have tons extra cash in like a month it is time for my impreza do it do it now or you need the i need the down payment <sighs> yeah exactly soon baby soon baby because you are baby debt free my man i'm pretty close i thought you said you paid off the, the one cards. of them what fuck the small ones paid off the other ones like half paid off oh, fuck yeah <coughs> you fucking ball yeah i balled out hard on my credit cards <clears throat> speaking of ball out hard yeah Oh boy. I wanted to bring this up a while ago and we just haven't got to it. But remember when we talked about the t shirt idea? Oh, yes. Of our lucrative business of super patriotic t shirts? Yeah, I was born in January and I'm a washing machine repairman. If you don't like it, you can deal with it. (laughs) Yes. Um,. So Joe, yeah, our friend of the yeah. podcast, our Joe, our most recent on, guest, I think, X-ray Joe, yeah, was uh, was down south visiting uh, uh, visiting his uh, girlfriend's family, yeah. and he said, "I found a lot of shirts like this." <laughs> um, he says, "Your T-shirt," he, his words exactly, "Your T-shirt idea for like if you don't like freedom, then fuck you would make a killing down here." <laughs> and then he takes pictures. And they're somehow, like, all fucking perfect. Like, the yeah. first one is, hey, snowflake, and then two American flags. In the real world, <laughs> you don't get a participation trophy. Not everybody is a winner. There are no safe spaces, quote unquote. Screaming doesn't make you right. No one owes you anything. Crying doesn't solve problems. Nothing is free in this world. People are going to say things that you don't like. And then here's the, like, all caps and surrounded in red. And you are not special. And then there's a little snowflake icon on the bottom. So I, if you reread that shirt, I feel like it's made to target children. <laughs> like, that's just a really aggressive parenting talk. If this flag offends you, giant American flag, it's I'll help you pack. Yeah, giant. <laughs> uh, here's another one. 
Hey Cupcake, life doesn't always come with pink frosting, candy sprinkles, and a cherry on top. So put on your big boy pants and deal with it. Yeah. My personal favorite, these colors don't run, they reload. Oh and my it's just God. a flag with guns on an army it. green shirt. <laughs> gray, gray. Yeah, yeah, it looks. It looks. That's that's. I like that one. The other ones are just <laughs> ridiculous. At least these colors don't run. They reload. Sounds like a Rambo quote or something. Yeah, like, that's. The other ones are just insanely ridiculous. Yeah, I love how specific they get. <laughs> um, Didn't you send me one of like bowling? Like I yeah. bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. I couldn't tell if it was a satirical shirt or not. I don't think so, based on the very fat old white guy who was wearing it. Found it. I may seem... Yeah, this is one. I may seem quiet and reserved, but if you mess with me while I'm bowling, I will break out a level of crazy that will make your na- your nightmares seem like a happy place. <laughs> this is all just the subreddit, I am very tough. Yeah, that's, that's that's all these are. That's all these are. Yeah, God, it's so good. Uh, oh, here's another one. Walk away. I'm a grumpy old man. I was born in August. <laughs> I have anger issues and a serious dislike for stupid people. And this one I really like because it's just got a picture of like the most D and D like Skyrim monster shit on it, <laughs> like some giant demon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're so good. Oh man, I feel like we could we could come up with some good ideas here. I feel like we we could come up with some good ideas. <laughs> uh, my favorite one, and it's definitely satirical, is the only time I take a knee is to suck a hero officer's <laughs> dick. <laughs> oh man, here's the crazy thing: they sell, they sell like oh, they sell like fucking absolutely. Hotcakes. Like, can't you see that there's probably, like, multiple booths that sell those shirts at, like, the Big E? I'm assuming. Yeah, like, let me just get a novelty grumpy shirt. <laughs> That's what they are. They're novelty grumpy shirts. Yeah. They're just novelty grumpy shirts. Yeah, it's, and it's also just advertising. I'm upset all the time. <laughs> I'm upset, and I'm going to complain that other people complain. And I'm going to wear that as clothing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time when Joe sent it, I got super inspired. And I was like, oh, I need to come up with ideas. Chris and I could totally make a fucking killing with this. We could yes. 100% do it. We like really could, though. <laughs> like You and I could sit down, like get a couple t-shirt templates going, we could print do them out, get we them shipped it. here, fucking sell them on the internet. We can 100% do it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, my gosh. I genuinely don't want to. <laughs> Like, I don't want to make a cent by selling those. I, I don't either, but it's just, it seems so easy. Yeah. It just seems so easy. I, you I, could, like, pull names out of a hat. Pull <laughs> words out of a hat. For some reason, every time I see those shirts, I think of uh, Team America. Yeah. Um, World Police. World Police. And looking back on that movie, if like, I don't know why the scene is so funny to me. <laughs> But it's the first scene when they put the... What's the main character's name? Do you remember? No. Okay. The main character, the actor, they put him in the field to act. And he walks up to, like, the saloon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Durka, Durka, Muhammad Jihad. And he's, like, quiet. They're like, Durka, Durka, Muhammad Jihad. And they start getting angry. And the t- 
team behind him that are looking. They're like, we got to save him. And then somebody's like, no, don't worry. He'll act. He can do it. We believe in him. I know he can. He's like, he doesn't look okay, man. I don't think it's going to go all right. And they're like, Daka, 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 Bahamut Jihad. And they just start getting anger and anger and anger. And he keeps zooming in on his face. Until finally he goes, Durka, 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 Durka. Muhammad Jihad. And then the angry guards they go. They literally say Durka Durka. Yes. And then the two guards go, oh, Durka Durka Durka. And they just like. <laughs> and then the team in the back go, oh my God, that's the greatest acting I've ever seen. And then he, walks, he walks in. And I think he starts off when he walks in the saloon. Everybody stops and looks at him or something. And he just goes, Durka Durka Muhammad Jihad. And they all just go, oh, Durka Durka Durka. And they just keep going. <laughs> Stupid. I don't Why know. does that remind you of those shirts? I don't know. I don't know. No, I th- it makes me think of Team America. When I think of Team America, that's the scene I always think of. Oh, okay. Got it. Got and it. that scene is just fucking hilarious. I don't know why. That scene kills me every time I see it. For me, it was the sex scene. The two puppets. <laughs> Super violently just like yeah, into with each the, other. The strings just <laughs> completely tangled up. <laughs> yeah. Um, the vomit scene made me laugh a lot too. Yeah. Cause at first I was, it was just ridiculous and yep. then it just started getting funny. And yep. then at the very end, it's just this giant puddle. I was like, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh man. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say like, we can remove some of the words from these shirts and just turn it into like, not mad libs, but like angry libs, grumpy libs. And you can fix it. Like, walk away. I am a blank. I was born in blank. I have anger issues and a serious dislike for blank. <laughs> and then, boom, there's your next teacher. Walk away. I am a... Anteater. Walk away. I am an HVAC technician. <laughs> I was born in October. I have anger issues and a serious dislike for... Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Gouda. You're really taking the Mad Libs part of this. <laughs> I thought that's what you meant. I think that's what you wanted. Literally random words. I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> that's just like, I'm an anteater. I was born in November. I have anger issues. Yeah. And I have a serious dislike of... Walk away. The troll movies. Like, I am a grumpy old Xbox fan. I was born in August. I have anger issues and a serious dislike for PlayStation, so go back to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> that works? Yeah, it will work. That works. That would work. We could sell that at like PAX East or something. Dude, that would uh, work. E3. That would work. E3. Isn't E3 dead? What do you mean dead? Well, more and more people are pulling out of it. It's still going on. So it is it is floundering. Floundering is the key word. Never mind floundering is the word to use. I think it's it's getting smaller, like in terms of like who's going. The target uh, vendors. Like yeah. instead of Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, it's like Stadia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting smaller. So now companies like Google <laughs> can fit in there. No, exactly. It's no, it's like smaller like developers and stuff like that i know i said i like playing my pc way more than my xbox yeah and that's 100 true yeah but i had a very clarifying moment sure on my xbox yeah just this week um i think it was like just two nights ago two mm-hmm. or three nights ago so i was playing call of duty on my xbox and i was tired but i was like you know what? i want to play because i haven't played in a while 
want to get back into it. I paid yeah. for two years of Xbox Live. Yeah. So I want to try it out. Excuse me. So I'm playing. And I'm getting fucking murked. Murked. Like spawn, run, die. Murked. Just in every, in like three games straight. Just yeah. I'm running. I, I run and there's a windowsill. And I was like, all right. All right, I'm just going to run across the windowsill. I've run across the windowsill. Nothing happened. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to peek out real quick and see if I can find somebody. Peek. Boom. Dead. Just <laughs> just that for three games straight. And at the third game, I finally said, I'm just going to try to run around and just fucking blast people. Yeah. And I thought I was like, oh, I must be lagging. But then you see the kill cam and you see that I only hit them like twice. Yeah. They hit me four and that's why I died. Yeah. I've realized in that moment, I went, oh my God. I may be tired, but my reaction is gone. Ooh. Like, they always say that gamers have a very short lifespan. Professional gamers have a short lifespan because uh, their reaction times. And I was like, Your pro days are over. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, that can't be a real. And then that happened, and I went, whoa, I feel my age in video games because I'm getting murked. Was this one day? Yes. You could just be having an off day. I mean, I was tired, but still, I felt the the coming time of just oh i don't have the same reflexes as kids you know what i think you were going through uh being tired <laughs> because that's the same as being old <laughs> they're one and the same but it was just this weird moment where i'm watching the i'm watching kill cams and i'm watching the speed that other people are scanning rooms and checking corners and swapping guns and it's jumping crazy. and sliding and shooting and meleeing and reloading and all and swapping and throwing grenades and all this. And i'm like what the fu-? i can like barely scan the room yeah and the time it takes for them to do that that's why i'm getting blasted like i was standing facing a door waiting for the person to come through just like <laughs> i'm gonna blast this fucker i see them on my radar dude turns the corner just <laughs> just turns the corner sees hey, me <laughs> yeah just boom and i just died and i remember just being so shocked not even upset just what happened i pulled the trigger i knew he would i heard the <laughs> as it hit their body i saw the marks yep of damage like as it the hit X them or whatever yeah yeah and i died yeah what is my weapon just that weak yeah. do i have less rate of fire like what is it and no it's just that person just pulled the trigger faster yeah does call of duty have regenerative health uh it's like your health yeah. go back after a few seconds yeah or yeah if what's you can that survive yeah, question mark it's like you got to survive long enough to do to get it but yeah how long uh well no just if you're hit to the point where like you're you see the blood on the screen and screen yeah like odds are red. odds are they're not backing off yeah usually when that happens it's not like ooh i fought them off it's usually just oh shit they're about to kill me yeah that's usually what it is got it so like yeah if you're in a situation where you can hide so yes yeah yeah okay why no just, i forgot <laughs> um, i used to play call of duty a lot i was gonna ask you do you have you had that moment yet that like wow i'm getting old I used to have it a lot with Overwatch, which is kind of why I burnt out a while ago. Really? Yeah. Um, You're doing great in Overwatch. We haven't played together in a yeah. while. You've been a busy boy. but <laughs> Well, busy is one word. <laughs> Lazy. I don't How know. You've been ignoring our squanchy text? No, it's the stupid Wi-Fi. My dumb situation at my parents' house where my computer is the only place where my computer can be. Wi-Fi just sucks. It was so laggy the last time we played. And then the last time I hopped on to play, you and Scam were in a match, and I just spectated, 
and it was so laggy. Was like, it? I couldn't even tell. I was just watching Scam the whole time. I could not tell what he was doing. <laughs> and I was like, if I can't watch this person play, I can't play. Yeah. So we, I hopped off. We got to get you. We got to get you in a place that has your own internet. You can just get back into no, it. No, exactly. And that's that's going to be pretty soon. Next is car, though. Car first. Yeah, so car you can first. Move, and then, and then just you can save up for it. I also just realized I never got my security deposit back yet from my old place. But it's only been a couple weeks. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I felt it. I I was also never great at those. Like I never had those fast reflexes. Like that's why I always sucked at Smash Brothers and stuff like that. Because like there are games where you like you need to depend on those. Like Smash Brothers is you have to hit me before I hit you. Yeah, and I can't. <laughs> so that's why I've gotten so much more into those like relaxing games like Minecraft, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing. But also just because the time. You could hop in for 10 minutes, you could get lost for eight hours, and it's just, can't lose, just de-stressing. Call of Duty stresses me out. <laughs> I like that feeling. <laughs> I know. That's a, that's a rage. That's a hype rage. Hype rage. That's a hype rage vibe. Yeah. It's a hype rage vibe. It's like, let's go. Yeah, I just, I just want to chill. The more I've, more recently I've been using video games to de-stress rather than like less have fun, more de-stress. Ugh, which sounds so sad when I say it. I don't know how to have stress-free gaming. <laughs> that sucks, man. Well, no, I just, I don't know what stress, to me, stress-free gaming feels like a waste. I don't know why. Wow. No, but I don't know why. Like when I think of relaxing, my relaxing is like. I'm Pokemon. Uh, that's yeah, that's yeah, that gets stressful. Like thinking of my lineup, thinking about who I need, yeah, what kind of elements. I want yeah, I to guess. Use. Like even like I, I played Luigi's Mansion three, and there were some like parts where like you finally like get to the end of this long level, and then you like get this ghost that you've been trying to capture. And, oh, he like runs all the way back through the level, and he like spawns a bunch more ghosts that you have to go through. And I'm like, oh no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to farm. I, I just I just look at games as like. <sighs> I'm trying to think of, I think of relaxing as waking up and taking my time in the morning on a weekend, mm -hmm. like sleeping in. Yeah. Imagine if a video game could give you that feeling. That would be great. But they, but I haven't found one yet. Yeah. Animal Crossing comes out in like a month. Oh, trust me. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of. What are you going to get it? No. Girlfriend? No. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You guys each have a switch now, right? Yeah. They announced a new Animal Crossing edition of the switch. Yep, Walmart pre-order. Gorgeous. Wait, yeah. you pre-ordered it? Or she? No, did? no, you can. It's a pre-order yeah, yeah. on Walmart. Gorgeous. You can get it? Uh probably. Because <laughs> yeah. I have I have the first switch. I have the launch day switch. March third, so? twenty seventeen. Holy crap. So? Uh so it's I could get the better battery life, faster load times. Did you get did you end up getting the second gen or you got the first, first gen, gen with Remember the I got the whole package deal, for 250. Yeah. Yeah, so upgrade to the second gen looks amazing. Um, finally, get some colored controllers like the Joy Cons. Which oh, see, I ha I already have red and blue. Yeah, so I just have the dumb gray. So, yeah, okay, probably okay. gonna get that. And Animal Crossing comes out on uh, March twentieth. March twentieth. And uh, I wonder why it's not widely anticipated in North America by Nintendo. Nintendo's going ham in Asia and Europe for the release. In North America, they're like, yeah, it's coming out. Because, see, Japan, in, in Asia, they're already with that, like, Chris style of gameplay. 
Like, let's just de-stress. It's so stressful being in Asia. <laughs> it's so stressful being we in Asia. Coronavirus and coronavirus, and we're crushed into these subways like sardines. And North Korea wants to nuke everybody. Yep. Let's just, let's just fucking farm with a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, North America is all about like competition. Yeah, sports, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Yeah, fun, winning. Yeah, win, 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 win. We're Americans, we win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, except we lose every on every esports stage. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm, our only I'm teams that win cool. have Koreans on them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but america win win yeah. win win america win 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 you know what i mean yeah well but I'm, yeah i'm glad you haven't had that moment yet because it's a very sobering moment to be like i'm old oh no I, I don't think i mean i probably will have it for being old but it'll just be an enhanced version of the moment i felt since the first time i played a competitive video game with a friend <laughs> i was like oh i suck <laughs> But now I'm like, oh, I suck a little bit more because I'm old. I felt this way, too, when... Uh, I don't know why. On Twitter, I forget why somebody was retweeting it, but I was watching highlight clips of wrestling, mm-hmm. professional wrestling, not yeah. collegiate wrestling or Greco-style wrestling. Yeah, like WWE. Yeah, I was like, they were posting clips of the WWE, and I was like, okay, whatever. I used to be a huge wrestling fan. I was all about Team Extreme and Lita and the Hardy Boys. And I was all about Too Cool with Scotty Too Hardy and Grandmaster Sexy and Rikishi and all that stuff. I was <laughs> totally into it. Loved The Rock. Huge yep. Kurt Angle fan. Like, I was fucking into it, right? Yep. And that was really into the Attitude Era because I was the age that I was at when it was all about the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the Attitude Era? Attitude Era was like Triple H, Chris Jericho, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kurt Angle. It was um, the Dudley Boys, Team Extreme, Christian and Edge. It was just, the Attitude Era was all about uh, just characters. The the character, well, I mean, it's always about characters, but like, (coughs) it was almost less about good versus bad. It was more just like fucking people over. Yeah. It was a lot of backstabbing. Got it, got it. Attitude Era was just all about like uh Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how to explain it cuz I'm not a huge wrestling person, but mm-hmm. it it was called the Attitude Era. Yeah, got it. Um but anyways, so I was watching these clips cuz they're like 15-30 seconds and I'm watching them and I was like, wow, they're doing the same stuff that I remember watching as a kid, like oh, they got thrown in the cage or oh, it's like a moonsault off the top of the of the cage or like oh man, they're bouncing off the top rope and doing like a a like a Superman slam or something. Mm-hmm. And I know it's fake. Like I, like I know it's scripted. Like yep. the injuries and falls and hits are all very real. Yeah. It's the storyline of who wins. That's, yep. uh, that's fake. And for some reason, I have this weird clarity of seeing it as an adult and remembering how I saw and viewed it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember being so amped up as a kid watching it <laughs> and seeing these people do this. And it was almost like this, like, larger than life experience that i couldn't imagine that somebody could do this do you know what i mean yeah and it's a weird it's a weird perception because i have the adult perspective of understanding that it's fake as a martial artist i know physically it's fake as well yeah exactly but for some reason it's still it's super fucking popular still. Yeah. It hasn't slowed down. I, it's actually, I think, gained popularity. Yeah, I could see that. I genuinely don't get it. I've never understood you it. You never understood I it? I hated it as a kid. <laughs> don't. Like, I don't 
hate it now. It's like, oh, that's dumb fun. I get it. And like, there's people whose like opinions on like entertainment and stuff like that I really like align with, and they love it. Yeah. And I've like heard them describe oh. it and why they love it. I'm like, ah, I could see that. That sounds really fun. But it's it's I uh, I'm trying to think what got me into it because I wasn't allowed to watch it. Yeah, friends. Say what? Friends got you into it? No, because I didn't really have friends. <laughs> I um. I think because I was told I couldn't watch it, it made me want to watch it an yeah. episode even more like yeah. Smackdown or like Thursday night Smackdown or Monday night raw even yeah. more. And I was like, I really want to watch it. I really want to watch it. And then I finally like watched it. I just, I think I just snuck in and was able to get an episode somewhere yeah. on TV. And I was just like totally entranced. Cause when you watch the programming live, it's a weird, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain the performance of it. It's like this weird theater where there's characters and storylines and plots yeah, and there's alliances and there's rivals and there's backstabbing and then there's truces that get broken and forged with, and it's, it's like really weird how they set up the theatrics of it. Mm-hmm. But then, but it's all about the anticipation of the actual combat, which is weird. If you just think about the, the environment, the environment is set up as it's an organization where people are wrestling to become champions and, Throughout it, we see the theater of it. Like South Park did a very good episode about this, mm-hmm. where they're like, "You want to wrestle?" And instead of wrestling, they're doing like Shakespeare in the backyard. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty good. They, yeah, and they called it wrestling. Yeah. Um, but it's weird how it makes sense because the things that like really built it up was when you had the buildup of anticipation from a storyline. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I put up with the storyline like i like the storyline as an adult it's like i don't have fucking time to hear this bullshit drama that's fake and they have to like keep up with it too yeah it's like but as like you know like as a as a kid it was a huge thing to be like oh i can't believe like like uh matt backstabbed jeff and the hardy boys and like lita broke up with matt and then she like like portrayed him in a match and like like all this other shit like shit like that is like it's weird it's really weird how the theater of it sucks you in. Yeah. And I, I don't understand it. <laughs> how did it start? Wrestling start? Like that kind of wrestling. It started as a performance back in the day. It was just watch these giant men throw each other around. As just like stunts and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, probably pretty light on the story. Or no yeah, story. Light on the story, I believe. It was like, here's Andre the Giant facing off against blah, blah. But even then, like... Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan, like they did storylines and stuff, but keep in mind how crazy it was to see Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Like back then, a guy of Hulk Hogan's size yeah. doing the stuff he's doing <laughs> is insane. Like you take, put yourself, transport yourself back in time to when Hulk, Hulkamania was happening. Yeah. Like, what you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild over you? Like, <laughs> and he's ripping the shirt. Yep. Like, that was, I think, the apex. Like of, way back in the day of wrestling, yeah. yeah. When you had Hulk Hogan, and you yeah, had Andre, the, Andre Giant, the Giant, and Hulk Hogan like slammed Andre the Giant down. They had the huge rivalry, right? They they had huge matches. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about the rivalry as much, but the matches were big. Got it. Um, and this all kind of came over front, um, not just from the clips, but when I was scrolling through clips of people like, oh, I can't believe this happened or this happened. And I was like, mm-hmm. why, why, why is this hockey reporter watching wrestling? This is so weird that yeah. he's like retweeting it. Um, the Rock's father died. 
Yeah, recently. Yeah, and The Rock's father is a legendary Samoan wrestler. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, like his whole family is just like royalty within wrestling. Yep. And that's why The Rock was such a, a big thing because The Rock kind of was treated not like that. Yeah. He came up and he earned it just like a normal wrestler would. Yep. Even though he had the tie-in to like uh, this wrestling royalty. And seeing the thing that The Rock posted uh, in honor of his father, I saw all of the wrestlers from the Attitude Era that I loved all at the funeral. And I was Ooh. like, whoa, Triple H is there. The yeah. McMahons are there. Shane is there. Like, Kurt Angle's like. Like all these, I, actually, I don't know if Kurt Angle was there, but like all these people are there. Yeah. And The Rock even mentioned he. The Rock talked a lot about wrestling. He was like, people keep thinking, you know, like I'm not in the world of wrestling. He's like, you never leave the world of wrestling. I was forged by wrestling. <laughs> Molded by it. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, <laughs> like it is who I am. Yeah. Despite what people believe, my work ethic comes from wrestling. Yeah. It comes from working the road. Yeah, and getting in the ring and getting banged up like it comes from the the blood that we share in the ring with everybody and I was like that's so weird that like because in theory him and Triple H had some pretty epic matches yet there's Triple H yeah like at his funeral so as a kid you're like whoa why is he there like, but like yeah the kid like, in you is like that's not right he's yeah. gonna he's gonna attack him <laughs> yeah it's like yeah oh, they're just man. like professionals they're working together it's like actors yeah um and it's just it's just weird how that works. It's just yeah. it's just weird how I perceived it. There is a funny uh, recap of uh, I forget the the wrestler, but he was talking about his first time in like the big spotlight, mm-hmm. and it was like a battle royale, and he was like, I don't know what I was doing, mm-hmm. so I just went up to the Undertaker and I just like punched him <laughs> as hard as I could, <laughs> and then like he stood up, yeah, and turned and faced me in the Undertaker way, yeah, and I was like oh my god what did i just do i yeah. just i just punched the undertaker like the most famous like like pay-per-view performer of all time in the history of wrestling i was like why did why did i do that why did i do that and then the undertaker like said under his breath he was like kick me and he was like what he goes like kick my knee and he was like uh so he like so he says in the interview he's like so i just fucking kicked him in the knee i was like okay so like i kicked his leg like i did like a like a, a front stomp and he like just dropped down and he got back up and he was like do it again and I was like, uh, uh okay. Like, He's like telling him for like actor to actor, like, yeah, under like his how breath. to help him through the scene. Cause oh he knew that this dude had no clue what he was doing. Yeah. And he was like, I really thankful that he did that because wow. I had no clue what to do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, that's a cool little thing on the inside. Like I never knew they could hear each other. Yeah. I never knew they would talk. Cause when you see it live, you can hear them talking and like yelling and doing all their moves. Yeah. I never once heard them ever say anything. I I wonder if they like turn the volume up and down and stuff like that. I feel like they have to. Yeah. I ha- they have to. But yeah, but I was going to ask you if you were into wrestling or anything like that, if you ever had a perception of it, but if you never did, that's okay. No, I didn't. I, uh, there's been a lot of memes coming from wrestling recently, <laughs> which I'm kind of into like that undertaker one that you showed me earlier oh, with Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton and <laughs> staring at the undertaker wildly. <laughs> Also, I love that little tiny gif I've seen of, like, a guy in the audience who has, like, the Undertaker's build, and he has a long black hair, and he's wearing a mask of the Undertaker, and he takes it off, and it's the Undertaker, <laughs> so he's just wearing a mask of his face over his face, like, with the face paint and stuff, uh, and I just, I love that so much, I'm like, yeah, that's good shit, <laughs> if that happens all the time during, like, Royal Rumble or something, sign me up. Yeah. 
Especially if I get into it. Yeah. There's this podcast I love uh, called Wonderful, where it's a guy and his wife who just talk about just things that they love. Um, and they do, each do like two topics each. Everyone should go listen to it. Um, but recently he talked about how he just loves wrestling because they just had, I think, Royal Rumble. I don't that, know. What's the one where like a new person enters the ring every 90 seconds? Royal Rumble. Yeah. And it's there are 30 people. Every 90 seconds, a new person is in the ring. And you have no idea who's Coming in the 30-person lineup. Yeah. Which I'm like, that alone is pretty exciting. That's <laughs> and pretty like, cool. The, like, Drew Carey was on it once. He was one of the 30 people. And, like, they've had random-ass people. Vince McMahon, obviously. Vince McMahon, like, yeah. Danny DeVito was one of the people once. <laughs> it's I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. I would I would watch that. But right. 90s, that's, that's 45 minutes of just watching a person come out every 90 seconds to fight. Like, sometimes two people will be fighting, and it's been 90 seconds, so a third person comes out, and, like, sometimes there's, like, five people, and the whole point is whoever's last in the ring went. Like, that sounds fun. You can only win by throwing them outside the ring. Yeah, and they need to, like, touch the, the ground. ground. So if they hang on by the ropes, yep. they're okay? Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's like, that's rad. And that's like, so cool. So when they get flipped, and they hold on, everybody's like, <coughs> And then, like, they just, like, sidekick the guy off. Like, yeah. bah! It's like, oh. <laughs> and then he was saying, like, sometimes they, it'll be, like, 90 seconds, a new person comes on, it's one of your favorite wrestlers from the past. And they, like, I forget who he was describing, but they, like, ran into the ring and went to attack the other guy. The other guy just, like, whoop, and threw him <laughs> out of the ring like he was in the ring for 15 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, that's happened. I've yeah. seen that. It sucks. Which, that's so great, though. <laughs> that's those just moments. like, no! And then, like, one guy will come out and, like, hold the ring for, like, ten new contestants and stuff like that. That's exciting. I would watch that. We should watch wrestling sometime. I've never seen it. You've never fucking I've seen it? I've been in the room while people, like, a bunch of people got together to watch it. And it was, like, this thing on, like, every Wednesday night, let's all hang out at this guy's house and just play a bunch of random video games. And they'd usually okay. play fighting games, which I just like being there to hang out because I don't like fighting games besides Smash Brothers. But one day they're like, oh, let's hang out and watch wrestling. So a bunch of them were watching wrestling. Some of them were playing fighting games. And I was just there enjoying the company, but not enjoying any of the activities. And I just didn't get what was going on. Like it was a full like story thing. There was barely any fighting going on. It was just like Shakespeare happening on stage yeah, with a bunch of people cheering. Yeah, that's all it is. And they were like, oh, shit. Like they were reacting to it. And you know, stuff. We got to watch. We got to watch Attitude Era shit because that shit was yeah. intense. Like. I remember Kurt Angle always wanted to be the hero and like always be the good guy, but yeah. the fans hated him for trying to be goody two shoes. Interesting. So his song is like, da, 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 da. like it's all like horns and stuff. Yeah. And then the fans built a tradition. So every time in between the pauses, they go, you suck. So it's like <laughs> it happened and it was like, it turned into, it, you could tell it was like gold Yeah. because he was like pissed at first. And then eventually started being like, yeah, yeah, say it. I know you're going to say it. And they're like, yo, suck. <laughs> like, That's fantastic. In unison. And it became part of the theatrics when the crowd got involved that way. Yeah. Because it's funny how that was so natural and organic to form. Yep. And it got to the point where Stone Cold Steve Austin played off of it. Where when Stone Cold would say, like, he'd be like, what? He would say, what? all the time just to interrupt people yeah people would just yell you suck so there was a rivalry between stone cold and kurt angle and every time kurt angle would come out and they would yell you suck 
And if, whenever Steve was on the mic, Steve Austin would just be like, what? And everybody would go, you suck. <laughs> so it was just like this weird weird thing where like 17,000 people are in unison with the people with the two men yeah. or two women just talking on microphones is really weird. Yeah. It's really because they can participate. Yeah. And like the way they boo and the way they cheer changes everything. That's why The Rock is was so-called the most electrifying man in sports entertainment because the second he hit the stage the place would go fucking nuts because the second he started talking on the mic his phrasing and his pauses and his fucking puns and like his insults yeah were just so well timed it was like stand-up comedy yeah so he would come out and people would just be like oh he's gonna talk he's gonna talk he's gonna talk and then he would just say some crazy wildest hilarious shit he was like a bad guy right he was at first. Yeah. And then he became the he became the people's champion somehow. I don't even know how. Just he because was, people loved him. He was the bad guy. And then I think they liked him on the mic so much. Yeah. He was so easy to turn to be a good guy. Yeah. So people just loved him. That's great. He was... And his character is like this arrogant, like, like, arrogant, super, like... like cocky. Cocky yeah. stereotype. Yep. And people love it. Yeah, fucking love. It. Oh, I could totally see that. Like, not to put down it. wrestling fans, but it's like, oh, I bet they'd eat that shit up. <laughs> but like, they don't from everybody. Yeah, they will boo guys who try to do it when they think it's like fake masculinity. Yeah, they'll boo them and be like, like you suck. Like, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> they but would chant the, their motto at them. Which yeah, is, but when the Rock apparently. takes the stage, like, yeah, it's it's it's. I still remember. I remember when the Rock went off to do the Scorpion King. And everyone was like, he's leaving wrestling. We're all heartbroken. And then he came back yeah. like a surprise. And it was just like dead quiet. I'm, I still remember this because as a kid, I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> it was dead quiet. And it was just like, it, it wasn't like the lights were off. The lights go off with the entrance starts for a wrestler. Yeah. But it's just dead quiet. Like you're coming back, back from a commercial. So some people are just talking. The lights are on. And it's quiet because they're not playing music. And all of a sudden, it just, his music hit. Just if you smell and just like boom that hit <laughs> the lights went blue and you saw people like throwing shit just like just throwing throw, up yeah just like throwing popcorn <laughs> jumping people jumping like as like hands in the sky yeah and then it's like what the rock don't do is cooking it's like <laughs> down and then it hit and he comes he comes like running out and like the place was just with that like big stink face that he always did <laughs> And then here's the thing. They cheered so loud for him. He didn't talk for like five minutes. Yeah. So he's walking down to the rink. He gets in. He gets on the turnstiles, like the buckles. He does like his his like entrance and then he grabs the mic and then he's just standing there and people are just still applauding, he's still just, standing, cheering. Yeah. And he has his sunglasses on and he like <laughs> takes them off slowly. <laughs> then he grabs the mic and he just he just waits. He waits for the for them to finally quiet down. And he goes, Finally. <laughs> the Rock has come back, and then everybody goes. Ah! And then and five then more minutes cheering, of cheering, and he pauses like this, the mic above his head. God, saying, after saying "back" until they get quiet, and he goes, and he says something to like to the WWF or like to like to San Francisco or wherever the fuck they were. Yeah, and the place just like erupted again in this whole thing. I'm Amazing. just like, oh my god! I kind of like I want to I want to watch that. We should. You like, know what? Like right now, let's watch it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> See cool. you next week. That's, that's, yeah. No, don't know. Oh, that looks cute. The way it's all over here. Are you cold? No, just my toesies get cold a Your little bit. Your toesies get cold? Yeah. My toesies get hot. Oh, yeah. Hot feet. Really? 
Huh. Really? You know what's really weird? I distinctly remember when I was a child in summer camp, and I remember a counselor. I, it wasn't sexual, but looking back on it now, <laughs> I don't know why she said it. Okay. But I was standing next, like at the pool, ready to go in. Yeah. And she saw my feet, and she went, "You have nice feet." Uh, and I went, "Okay." She went, "No, just like you have very like detailed looking feet compared to most people. You do have pretty nice feet." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, thanks." She's like. No, really, it's kind of weird. They look an- anatomically like. Yeah. No, I was like, gonna say it looks like a foot from like a medical journal. Yeah, and I and I was thinking, <laughs> oh, thanks. I don't do anything for them. <laughs> I didn't sculpt them like yeah. that. Yeah. And she was like, she was like, no, it's fine. I just that's not common. So just good for you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thanks. Good job on your feet. Yeah. And but now looking, <clears throat> excuse me, looking forward. Now it's like I use the Vibram five fingers at the gym. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is strengthening my feet, and I know it does because I have like muscles and veins and yeah. shit because i have like strong feet now you have hot feet hot feet yeah i want to like fuck your feet <laughs> see i don't i don't get foot fetishes <laughs> neither do i i just wanted to i you i wanted you to hit stop recording oh. right after i said that oh i mean i'll fuck you with my feet 